Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello, beautiful people. Join hands. Start a love train, love train. <laughs> so grateful to be back for another week of Married at First Sight. Um, we're going to recap the latest episode, Past Lives, Open Minds. But before mm-hmm. we get to that. No, this is Are You In or Are You Out? Oh, oh, should I open the wrong? <laughs> I opened the wrong notes. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I opened the wrong notes. Hold on. <laughs> We're recapping. Are you in or are you out? Um, did you see any news? Uh, or has everything been pretty quiet? Uh, no, no news. Where Great. The notes? Oh no. Oh, I have two documents that are entitled "Married at First Sight." Oh my gosh. <laughs> Y'all, being a note taker is a whole job. It is chaotic and okay stressful i found times. it i was like wait i may have the wrong thing <laughs> heavens all right i'm ready let's boogie okay are we going are We're you going that part out keeping that in keeping it in Okay. <laughs> Y'all, this is real life. Welcome to life with Tamara and Jay. We're it's we're trying to get our lives together. We're working on it. Okay. Um, okay, so like I said, this is episode sixteen. Are you in? Are you out? Tamara said there's nothing going on in the streets. Um nothing, nothing. I do see that. I think we get a week off next week. Um Thank goodness. So so just don't look for us next week because no. I think they're doing one of those prediction decision day and sort of episode things. The most off the most awful people to use. Who is it? They chose Gil. Okay. Um, uh-huh. I think I saw him. I think I saw Mika from DC. Oh yes. I was like, who's this girl? She's familiar. And Not then just some her. other randoms. I was like, ew, this is gross. Okay. It might, I might watch it. I don't know. But wow. next week is Cinco de Mayo, so we'll see. I'm not going to report on it, but you might we'll see it. what happens. Huh? You're going to watch it? Maybe. If I'm, like, folding clothes or doing something, oh, I need yeah, shows yeah, to yeah. watch. I'm running very quickly mm-hmm. through some shows yeah, that, that are. That's true. You do need a good folding clothes show. Something to have yeah, you know, you need, like, a background show. So maybe that, like, while I'm doing something else. Um, Okay, so we open this episode with Lindsay again she's everywhere i feel like it's getting more and more obvious to me that we're missing uh a couple absolutely <laughs> keep seeing the same people um Lindsay is everywhere with this diary cam and they're using all of her diary cam footage like it's just just top notch um looks like she's talking to mark's cats on the bed katina and olajuwon are walking on the beach noise Showing us a mug. Nothing is really happening here. And However, had, she said it had the wrong date, so I was like, "Yeah, someone I'm got it for he... her." <laughs> so I thought. I don't, was I don't think he got it. I think it was someone else <laughs> that had like the wrong date of when they got married okay. on it. So it was like, was like intended to be weird. thoughtful, but was wrong. <laughs> and then so. did, did did you say that we see Mike as well? Yes, that's what I was about to get to. He's he gives us some some different content. He's in the car, pouring sweat. Poor man. But y'all know he's a personal trainer, so I'm assuming maybe he just got done with the workout and jumped in the car and just had to get this off his chest. Well, but he don't, um, they don't usually work out with the people. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to make it make sense. I was like, the man likes gyms and weights and stuff, so maybe he was doing that. I don't, yeah, hopefully maybe. he wasn't training someone and just as sweaty. <laughs> Um, God. I don't know what he was doing. This poor <laughs> man is pouring sweat in the car. Doesn't didn't take the time to like wipe himself off with a towel before he went on the can. I don't know how this happened. It just seemed very urgent that he. <laughs> She's like, I have to get this to the people. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed urgent that he speak to us. So I was like, okay, Mike, what is it? Tell me about what's going on. And he says he feels like he's with a friend, and you know he really likes her, but. He he need he wants things to the romance to grow is the thing he keeps coming back to and keeps saying over and over growing this romance, and so he says he thinks he can improve things by being his authentic self. That's the only thing he can change. He can't do anything else different, but just be more authentic. 
So apparently that was really on his mind while he was doing whatever work. Maybe he got caught in the rain. I don't know what happened. It wasn't rain. Like, literally, like, it's like he was at a park. And so I was like, was he just running and just, like, kind of, you know, running around and was like, damn, I got to get this shit off my mind. Like, that's the only thing I can think I guess. Maybe he was, like, processing and, like, Goodness. help. I mean, it is so, something. It is something to think about. Yeah, that's where we started. You know, everybody else kind of doing nothing. And then Michael's yeah. having an emotional time. Mm-hmm. Not crime, but just, you know, a lot of emotion going yeah. off of it, man. A lot of feelings. Um, so then after that, we get into Mark and Lindsay. Um, uh, somehow or another, what I got from this scene is Lindsay wanted Mark to do a home fertility test. Because she said that before decision day, she needs to know, you know, if he can produce, uh, if he can bear children. Um, She says that he's a planner. I'm sorry, she's a planner. And she knows that he would love and care for his kids. And she needs to make sure that he can do that. So then she said, you know, if this test comes back um, positive or I guess positive outcomes, then she might consider incubating a child for him. Um, this so was then, so unnecessary. I don't know why we have to watch this. And I and that and that's why I really want to explain to you guys like what was happening mm-hmm. because I had to watch this and suffer through it because I was like I don't need to Man. see this. Um, so all. then they go into the bathroom, and you know he has to ejaculate um, for the home sperm fertility test. So then there's some banter. Well, I want to call it banter. There's some talk <laughs> where he's like. He reaches for his phone and she's like, well, you don't want to use your wife here? I'm like, oh, my God. Um, so then he's just like, well, I don't know. It's just kind of awkward. And then I guess the moments pass and he's able to ejaculate. Black said a few moments later. Goodness. I'm like, OK. And then in uh, they OK, so he comes out, he's ejaculated um, and she puts the sperm in like some sort of like cup that she says is like a ketchup cup that you get from a seafood restaurant. Because, you know, everything is so funny right now. So then she says in her talking head that his sperm doesn't look very healthy. And it looks like he's pushing out Elmer's glue. So, (laughs) I mean, at this moment, because they, I don't know if I, I wouldn't do this on camera anyway. But these two nuts decide that they want to do that. Even when he comes out the room, he like takes a quick glance at the camera and, like, keeps going. But Lindsay's making it a whole spectacle. She says the man is dehydrated. (laughs) And she said it's very clear that he's not drinking enough water. And um, she said it looks like Elmer's glue that's been, like, uncapped for a week. Oh, I didn't even... This is very graphic. All of us have been to... Hopefully most of us have been to elementary school, you know, glue, if you don't put the cap back or you don't, like, turn the knob to close it, it, mm. it thickens. Thank you for um, sharing that with us. Yeah, but I don't know why she felt the need to tell us that this, I'm sure his sperm has been like this the whole time, because remember he packed all those goldfish to go to Puerto Rico, so. Okay. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I don't know why this is, like, why she's complaining. I feel like she's not, she probably already knew this. She's telling me they've been married this long. She doesn't know what his sperm looks like. Well, she's, I think they only had sex a few times because, you know, Mark wasn't really feeling it. Oh, are they cut off now? I don't know. I Honestly, mm. that was just, it was just. I'm disgusted. I, uh, yes. Like, I was like, this is disgusting, and I don't want to see this anymore. And then, are we so desperate for, for film, for content, that we had to show that? Girl, we have nothing. Because even with her putting it, like, on a little test kit thing, and, like, they're waiting for the lines to show it's positive, and she's talking about, like, tartar sauce and seafood. Like, it's just too <laughs> And this is, like, maybe in the first five minutes of the episode. Remember, nothing happened before this besides, like, their general, this episode, we're talking about whatever. <laughs> so there is literally nothing worse for me to start an episode with than hearing that somebody has to ejaculate and then we have to see the sperm being put on the thing, the little uh, dropper. Gross. It's just, it's too much. Oh, we did get some interesting, maybe we already knew this, little comment from Mark. That he says he's tried things in his 20s that have impacted the si- his size and muscles, that those things can affect his fertility. So, if anyone was wondering... Yeah, what um, does that mean? Steroids. Steroids. Oh, no. Yeah. 
So what I gathered from that is Mark is the size he is because of the steroids. Maybe that's why his eyes are bulging like they are. I don't know. Steroids do strange things to you, but. I don't, I don't understand why. He did why some things to kind of give himself some muscles when he was in his 20s. That's Good news, gross. everyone. He's still fertile. So there's that. So I don't know. This just seemed like a private moment. Like, I don't know if I need to be a part of this. If I had a choice, I would say no. I don't want to see this. Wow. Wow, wow. That Man, that was a lot happening in that scene. Um, it so. is. It was nasty. It was gross. Yeah. Wow. Um, she didn't even give him any water. See, she's not. She don't care. <laughs> so then we um, we transition from all that greatness to I believe this is Noi and Supri. I don't know if I'm mm-hmm. pronouncing her name right. They're on this Boston beach. They love this beach, um, Boston. Let me, let us know if you guys are in Boston and it the looks beaches. Like there's a lot of beaches in Boston. We yeah, the map, just a lot of. I water mean, around. I knew it was on the coast, but this is a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So Noi and Supri are talking. Um, Supri is asking about um, Steve and how the relationship is going. Noi says it's going well. She loves him. Um, Supri asks, why can't he get a job? Then they start giggling. I'm like, this is weird. Um, Noi says that it would be so easy for him to get a job, and she thinks that he has to focus on one task at a time. So, like, marriage first and then career. Then she, like, giggles again. Um, Noi tells Supri that she's a hustler, and she's going to bust her ass doing everything. Noi says that she loves Steve, but part of her wonders if they have enough of a foundation to make it everlasting. Which is basically code for, I don't know if he's going to be the provider that I need him to be because he's not working and he don't care about working. I was a little confused about this scene when Noi was saying that they were talking like their family dynamics are different and Noi was saying she's very like communal and she does things, but she just doesn't announce them. And I was like, well, if you're doing things, then he wouldn't say like, hey, can you do can you take your dog out sometimes or can you clean the bath? Like I wasn't sure like what she was saying. Um, Cause then she also was like, well, you can clean and work. I would prefer he'd do both and not just clean and not, I just work. But I don't think it makes a lot of sense. This, this aspect of, I mean, I guess whatever it is that she's hung up on about him. Mm-hmm. It's just not, yeah, it just doesn't not particularly sense. great. Yeah. I don't know. She's a big question mark. I mean, I think I've already told y'all how I felt about her, and I don't think she's... I don't think she's going to make it with Steve. I think Steve has enough sense to be like, look, you don't even think I can have a job, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't even want to live with me, so what are we doing? <laughs> Hopefully... I don't know. Hopefully we, we get some resolve there soon. Um, next we see Olajuwon meeting with the coach Mac again. This is the only person Olajuwon consistently meets with. Um, I think it's his high school football coach or something. So he's talking to coach Mac. Um, they're at some little restaurant eating like mm, French fries and things. (laughs) Olajuwon says the chemistry is good. He says she's a business major, but she wants to get an associate's after in nursing. So in Olajuwon's mind, (laughs) hold on. (laughs) <laughs> I mess it up? I'm I thought I'm confused. I thought she said I thought he said that she's getting her associates and then wants to go for her nursing, which is a bachelor's. Well, yeah, I heard. See, a lot of the words are tough things. <laughs> right. I also heard like right now she's getting her associates. I assumed after her associates in business, she would get her bachelor's in business and then get nursing. Oh, I don't know because then he said there's like three to five years of school left, and I was like. Huh? Well, I thought he meant, okay, so it's two more years for, oh, wait. Hold if on. she already it's... has her associates, it would be two more years to her bachelor's for business. But she doesn't. Right? She's She's got two years before the associates is done. She's just starting school? I think so. Because didn't he we say that she's, <laughs> because didn't he say that she's got two more years, two more years of school left last episode. And in this episode, he's like, yeah, it's her associates. So I'm thinking, well, shit, you got two more years left for your associates. And then you're going to go for your bachelor's, which is four years. So you're going to be in school for six years. 
I thought he was saying that she already has her associates, which is a two-year degree, and is getting the next two years to finish the bachelor's, and then will go on for another two years or so for nursing. <laughs> Either way. I don't know what Katina's doing. I don't know if Olajuwon <laughs> knows what she's doing. Either That's way, it sounds... confused. Like, yeah, right? Either way, it, it sounds like a lot of schooling is coming. It does, because right now she's whatever that analyst was we told y'all last week. That's still... we No one still knows. I don't think that's in her major associate, whatever. I don't know what she's doing. But he says there's also a three to five years of school left. And he says he went through this with his ex when she was, cause I guess it sounds like his ex was in school. This is new information to us. His ex was in school and couldn't manage everything. And so that's why Lajuan feels put off by that. But mm-hmm. Katina's been in school this whole time. They've been married. So this isn't new information. I'm sure he didn't just find out how much school she wants to do ongoing um coach mac is kind of like yeah man if y'all on different timelines y'all if you had an idea of how your marriage should be then that's how it should be now i need to know if coach mac is married or single because Mm, he was giving very much single energy to me yeah that's what i was thinking too i was like he doesn't seem to be of the mind that you might have to make some concessions and some compromises um and then he kind of puts it to Elijah. Well, is she, you have to ask yourself, is she the one? That's the question. That's all you need to worry about. Is she the one or not? So this is the kind of advice Elijah is getting. Um, and thinking about his ex and how that, I guess that girl was trying to educate herself. And so mm-hmm. wow. could not, <laughs> not wow, wow, deal wow, wow. with that. It was interfering with his plans for his life, which... I feel like when you're in school, you can also travel and do things and have fun. I don't know. Um, Having kids may be difficult, but people do it every day. So Hmm. it's just not the kind of woman Olajuwon wants. He doesn't want you to do that. Oh, there's a scene where he's talking later, right? About her working. Okay. We'll come back to it. (laughs) I think where he's like, she has so much free time. Yeah. Okay. We'll get to (sighs) that. Cause I had some thoughts, man. Um, so yeah, so after Elajuan and his uh, father discuss life, uh, we get into Jasmina and, <laughs> what's his name? This is Michael. Michael. And his sister. Sorry. <laughs> no, it was, it was two scenes. So it's Jasmina and oh, Miles, yeah. and then it's Mike and his three sisters. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. And they're like interplaying between the scenes. Mm-hmm. So I'll do Jasmina and Miles first, who was, you know, an attractive man. I was like, that's what I thought. I was like, where does man... <laughs> And the way Jasmina. he was just talking to her, I was like, he's got he's got some sense. Well, who's this man? Mm-hmm. Right under your nose. So mm-hmm. Miles asks, um, basically point out blank, he asked some really direct questions to her. He was just like, are there romantic feelings there? Um, Jasmina says that she feels more connected, but feelings are not there. They haven't come. Uh, they aren't in the space for her to feel 100% confident, and she's still trying to get a deeper connection. Jasmina said they've had moments where the connection got deeper, but not in a way for her to look at him differently. And she says that he reaches for her hand and sits next to her and kisses her on her cheek. Miles asks if he was more outward with his feelings, would her mindset change? And she says yes. Uh, But she thinks that he's in his head about it and purposely doesn't want to talk about it because he doesn't want to make her uncomfortable. (laughs) Should I say my thoughts now or after we do Mike and his three sisters? Let's do Michael and then we'll share thoughts together. Okay. So Mike's sitting with his three sisters. This is the same kitchen they were in like 65 days ago. Uh, (laughs) One of his sisters, Tina, was pregnant. And so now the baby is there. Um, I couldn't tell what they were eating. I was really intrigued because it looked like something strange. Um, Mike says that he wants his wife to be his best friend, but not just his best friend. Um, he wants romance and he didn't come here for friendship. Um, he's, you know, really frustrated and he's just like, he's not sure what more he can do. And basically his sisters are basically saying that like, you need to make a decision on decision day to protect yourself, uh, and not mm. Jasmina. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the only other thing is Miles told Jasmina that if she wants him to open up more, she should tell him that you, did you already say that? Oh no, I don't think I said that. Okay. Mm-mm. She, he was just advising her like you should communicate and tell him <laughs> that you want him to open up more and do whatever it takes to make this marriage. Man, how much more can he shot. open up? <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know. Because Jasmine is saying she wants more open, wants him to open up more emotionally, I guess. With his feelings? Like, maybe tell her he wants Jeez. to have sex? I don't know. <laughs> <sighs> With these advices from these people, um, I think Miles, it sounds like he has very logical thoughts. Sounds like he's a good friend. I don't think Jasmina is a good, um, what do you call it? Like, executor of, of plans mm-hmm. when someone gives you advice. I don't know if she's following through. Yeah. Um, Michael's sisters, I guess he talks to, he says he talks to his sister Claire the most, and she thinks that they both want the same thing, but aren't giving it to each other, and they're just over-processing the situation. I think they just love Michael, though, and I don't know if this is actually working between them. Like, they're not arguing, so that's good, but they're also not, you know, Mm -hmm. doing anything else besides playing Scrabble. So I just, when she says that she's waiting for the connection to get deeper, what does that mean? Because like they're friends, they have a really great relationship, like friend wise. So then naturally I feel like now it's time to introduce the sexual aspects of this relationship. So you cannot necessarily, you you can't just wait for shit to happen. You got to make it happen. What would you do? Um, so literally, is this the point where she says that he like held her hand when she was sleeping? Yeah. Okay, so she wasn't sleeping. Um, so wake up. Um, and then get on top of him. Ooh. Like, I don't understand. Like, what is she waiting for? Because he's obviously, she literally says that he's in his head and doesn't want to talk about it because he doesn't like, he doesn't want to make her uncomfortable. So then it's up to you to take the lead and just have sex. She, she's him. not an initiator and he's scared of her. So they this can't even make out. You know, that's he'll what I'm kiss saying. Che- like, he'll oh. kiss her cheek and I guess she doesn't even turn in to like kiss right? him on the lips. That's so sad. Just, that's that's you know, so she sad. She don't ever rub his thigh and get a little close. There's, she, I don't think she's giving him any cues to like progress. That's um, very sad. It is. Poor Michael. They're not even like spooning. Nope. <laughs> man I, I don't know how they're doing that I feel like you have a deeper connection with someone in a bar almost <laughs> that's what I'm saying like and like what else do you need it's just so have a couple of drinks and like have a good time but <sighs> I yeah I I don't know I think I think he wants to say yes, but I think he may be leaning toward no due to the lack of... Absolutely. Intimacy. I think she'll probably lean toward no hard before anything. I don't know what romantic feeling she's talking about. I don't know what more can happen, so... God bless. It's tough with those two. We go back to Mark. He's meeting with his friend John. Looks like they're close. John looks kind of like mark it's a little weird and like john's the gentleman person. that had the do-rag on in those first couple episodes <laughs> oh that's him yeah that's him <laughs> okay okay so this is john his friend um so we hear from mark that his mom went to the hospital on monday and they're looking at a full-time care facility uh, we get a clip of Lindsay in the car talking to his mom and she's telling his mom that, you know, you're really depressed and, you know, things aren't getting better. It looks like they went over to her house and like cleaned it out. I guess she had hoarded it all. Um, so Mark's mom is just not doing well. And I guess we knew she wasn't doing well when we first met him, but it seems like Lindsay's been very active in trying to get his mom set up in a better way, which I think is good. He says he's happy with the support. He's glad that she was there for him. And she was also there for the JC thing, which was the cat. He says he's, he feels good that it was her and like, you know, over anyone. He feels good that it was her, but he says there are times where he also would feel like I'd be fine if it was, if you weren't there due to the (laughs) argument. Um, John does the mark eyes as well (laughs) throughout this scene. Um, but Mark just says, you know, there's there's not, you know, a consistency with the good times. There's just, you know, up and down, up and down, up and down. So John says, well, it's the nitty gritty that matters most. And you should judge the most recent because that's where the progress is. If you're judging the past, that's before the progress, which makes some sense. But 
the most recent, even like last week, I think for Lindsay and Mark is we're fighting, we're happy, we're fighting, we're happy. Um, John also says that transitions are very tough for Mark and Mark doesn't usually know what to do, how to deal with those kinds of things. Um, they start talking about the way Mark talks about the way you would usually date someone you hang out, then you can go home and think about them and then decide to be together again. He just hasn't had a break from Lindsay, which is a lot as we Mm -hmm. all know. Definitely. Really? He hasn't had a chance to miss her and to know what life would be like without her. Cause since he met her, she's been in his face every single day, which I think is hard. And I think that's a good point. Like when you're in a dating relationship, you have a chance every time you leave someone to decide whether you want to see them again or not. Mm-hmm. Not here. Not at Married at First Sight. <sighs> so, it's tough, but um, I still don't know. I feel like Mark could be convinced to say yes. I don't know. I think so, too. It seemed like John wanted it to. I'm like, John, do you know something we don't know? I think John is just like, man, you need support. Because, you know, Mark doesn't have anyone. So Yeah, and we did see some footage of, like, or was that later with like of them in the house? Yeah, yeah. That like was then. this was then. Like Lindsay, like talking to his mom. I was like, you yeah. let this woman talk to your mom? Like, yeah. What's going? I on? had no idea that was going on either. I was like, right. has this been happening the whole time? And I'm like, what is happening? She's like, you're depressed, Rose. You it's need what, to get help. And I, was I was like, like oh my god. <laughs> but Mark needs support. He really, really Clearly. does. So I think John is like. Look, take the good with the bad. We can get her where we need her to be. Goodness. She's trying to be there. I think Mark, not Mark, I think that's what John's wanting Mark to see. And Mark was just like, yeah, but I'm miserable. She's bossing me around. She's bullying me. God bless. Well, I, yeah, that footage of her and the mom, I was like, I don't understand y'all's relationship. But they have so much footage of this one couple. Goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing else is happening for anyone else. Just these oh, two. God bless. Um, so then we transitioned into Steve and Paria. Y'all, this was just an ad for James Allen. So I'm going to be real quick. <laughs> sure was. I was like, what is this? <laughs> I'm be real quick here. Uh, Paria is Steve's friend. They are looking for a ring for Noi on jamesallen.com. Um, Steve is walking us through all the fe- all the features on the jamesallen.com website. <laughs> We are building um, a diamond a diamond ring for Noe. Um, I forgot what he said. We got like some sort of round diamond. He said not yellow. Oh, he wanted no. it very white. Um, so there was the like a little. Like it's breathtaking. It's yes. It's breathtaking. <laughs> it's beautiful. There were, you can like kind of make it. It's like a builder, builder ring on the website, yes. you guys. JamesAllen.com. Um, and you also get a free engraving um, when you pick out. <laughs> This was the weirdest thing. I guess <laughs> I don't know if James Allen supplied the rings clearly for, for like the the initial thing, and this was like, look, we need to make sure we get this in. But I was, I thought she was like coming over to talk to him, like everybody else had been talking to a Mm-mm. friend. Apparently not. Ring shop. It was just friend. so targeted. She's like, oh, is there engraving? And oh, look at this. And like we're looking at the computer screen, and, and he's like, look, you can do it here. Look at this. All he needed to say was it comes in three to five shipping days. I mean, well, you know, Steve is, what is he? He's in sales. So maybe that's why he was selected to do this. Jeez. He feels like Noy deserves a ring, apparently. I guess they did ask that. Or his friend Paria did ask him, why do you think Noy deserves a ring? And he says, for the time they've been together and for her commitment through this process, I don't know. It was a weird scene. <laughs> it's it very strange. strange. Her commitment to the process. While she been embarrassing you on Instagram stories? That's what I was saying. This seems, <laughs> surely there's someone else more deserving of a ring, but I guess, I guess not, you know. It's, it's Noi, but that's good. It's real good. Yeah. Um, who do we have next? Olajuwon and Lindsay? Mm-hmm. Best BFFs. Olajuwon and Lindsay. Um, they're hanging out. They're sitting on the bench. They're commiserating about how difficult they both <laughs> are to be with. <laughs> They're like, you know, we we're something to deal with. We require a lot. Like they're just two, two of the same people sitting together. Um, so Lindsay says there are more pros than cons, but she feels like Mark talks to other people before he talks to her. 
Uh, and she wants him to talk to her first. And Elijah wants like, well, Mark talks to other people so he can make sure he says things appropriately to you because you know if he says the wrong thing, you're going to make him feel stupid, like he shouldn't have said anything. And she gives an example where she did that and just like, totally cut him down in the middle of a conversation. Um, so Lindsay asks what Katina's cons are. And I didn't like this line of questioning because, you know, Lindsay and Katina. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't feel like she should be trying to get up in Katina's business. She needs to watch where she's stepping. But right. she wants to know Katina's cons. And Elijah Wan says, I mean, just life experience, you know. She's still learning how to cook. And Lindsay's like, she cooks for you all the time. He's like, no, she is learning. She is learning to cook. Uh, and he says, well, she works from home. She has a lot of free time. And he's like, well, no. Lindsay says, no, she's working. So working from home is hard. I work from home. It's a it's a job. It's not like you just have a bunch of time. And he's like, no, my wife has free time. I don't know why he thinks this. Why this he was thinks so this. strange. I was like, why are you trying to dog this woman? Like, ugh, yes. I'm so tired of and So him. Lindsay continues in her Lindsay fashion. Lindsay is very... Um, very much a problem solver. That's kind of her area where she shines. So she's like, well, you know, you can do this with Katina. You can, you know, work on her, work with her on this, these things. And Elijah was saying, I'm not a teacher. And I was like, goodness, this is, (laughs) this is rough. And so, cause he's talking about traveling and being married. And Lindsay says, you have to decide is being in a marriage more important than traveling. And she tells him she thinks he'd regret saying no at the end of it. What do you, what do you think about him and these strong <sighs> opinions? So my thing is, I, uh, as as backs, uh, far be it for me to agree with Elijah because I don't, but I do feel like he wants a certain type of woman, mm-hmm. and he probably can find someone like that. So I'm not in the business of telling people to like settle. So if he mm-hmm. truly feels like he needs a woman who going, I don't know, cook and clean, cooking and cleaning and cleaning and cooking, who's already been done with school and who wants to travel and see the world and wants to have kids in two years, then far be it for me to stop him. Look, go mm-hmm. out there and find, find your woman. Maybe it's not Katina. So I don't know. Do what you want. Yeah. Shit, I'm tired. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It seems like. I, I feel like we still may need to go back and watch his um, interviews mm-hmm. with the, with the experts to see how strong he was coming across. But he seems very solidified after being married to Katina that she is a couple levels below what he wants. Not mm-hmm. that she's a bad person, yeah, but yeah. she's just not where he wants his wife to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I get that. I think the way he's coming across as you know just like a plain asshole i don't know how he feels like she has so much time i guess he works in the evenings right so he comes home from work as the wastewater manager yeah remember he said that before he was like well i come home and she doesn't even have breakfast cooked or something like that that's like damn so i guess while he's sleeping during the day she's working but maybe he comes out and is like you're not working i don't know what's happening so let's let's she has all this free time let's say so if your partner was working from was working in the evenings at night and then came home in the morning. Would you have something prepared? Uh, that would imply I would have to wake up and cook. Mm-hmm. And so I probably wouldn't, but I would have had the dinner from that I prepared that night. Like, I, yeah, I've made you some. It's not okay. breakfast, but. Okay. But let's say he made, came like, home and like there was no food, just like snacks and ribs. <laughs> hey, get yourself something on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I mean, but he's entitled to what he wants. So low key, like, I'm sorry, but like, if my partner, if someone that I married, I married for sight was, you know, 32 years into an associate's about to go to a bachelor for nursing school, no shade. That sounds like a wonderful journey. And I'm so, you know, proud that you're, you know, getting your education and like bettering yourself. However, that's not what I want right now. Now, I wish he had kind of been upfront about that, or maybe he didn't realize Mm -hmm. it was that intense. Um, but I, I can't follow him for just being like, I don't want someone who's in school. Thanks. I feel like being that this was the case with his ex, this should have came up before mm, now. Like, you know, why did your last relationship end? Well, my ex was in school and I felt like she couldn't really handle. And then the experts came and just paired him with someone who was in school. 
I can believe yeah, that. I, I need to see the footage. I need to rewind <clears throat> it back and figure out what he was asking for at that yeah. time. Because um, it's just not, something isn't adding up. And I think Katina's really putting her best foot forward. But mm-hmm. there's no way for her, she can't just jump to that level. You yeah. know? Um, I think he's trying to put it on her. But I think he really just needs to be like, this isn't what I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. As Absolutely. Far as establishment. <sighs> it's tough. Take us into Um, So then we go into Mike and Jasmina. So they're at a little salsa. Well, I think it's a salsa class. I couldn't really tell. Yeah, I think it's salsa. Um, So Mike set up a dance class so that the romance can grow so that they will be able to say yes on decision day. (laughs) Um, Jasmina says in her confessional, this is the Mike she wants to see every day. Um, I, I don't understand what that means. She's hoping that they will be more connected after this girl so then it seems like they're eating at the venue yeah they have like a little like some little <laughs> little fruit in the back i guess weird i don't know <laughs> so they're sitting down <laughs> sorry this is this is weird mike says that he was very set on his ways of being a husband um as he came into the experience and he's saying that if he could do it over he would have communicated more and asked her what her needs were he says that he has romantic feelings and he has no question on why they were matched. And he says that the feelings are not as intense as he would like them to be. Jasmina says that she, um, as far as romantic feelings, doesn't feel that way. Um, doesn't have any romantic feelings yet. She loves how they get along and how goofy and silly they are. And they have a lot in common, but she's looking at it as friendship and not mm. if it could be more than that or if it could be more than friendship. Wow. <sighs> Talk about let him down. I mean, I mean, <laughs> if friend zone were a sentence, it would be I don't have romantic feelings for you, we but just, I love how goofy and dressed, silly we are. <laughs> Everyone's dressed us. up. We were just dancing kind of intimately. Now we're eating like, I don't know, fruit with chocolate on it, maybe, and like little glasses of champagne. And you're the best homie I could ever ask for. Mm-hmm. The best friend <laughs> I could ever ask for. I just this love is- you. This is, yeah, it's hard because Mike went first and shared, like, I feel like there are feelings there. Mm-hmm. He says he has mm-hmm. them. He just, he, th- he knows why they were matched. It makes sense to him. And she's like, I don't know. Hmm. So sad. Mm. It's, yeah, it's tough. <sighs> we go next to Katina and Olajuwon's last date. So everyone's kind of going on last date. I don't know if we mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I did not. You're right. You're right. <clears throat> That was Jasmine and Michael's last day. I think we're like a couple days from decision day. So, uh, Katina Lajuan show up at this. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's like a restaurant. The food is already out. They just got. Jeez, show up. I'm like, what are these uh, places? <laughs> there's no one else that I see. So they're like, maybe in some sectioned off room. Um, for the state, uh, she says she's glad they were matched. Um, they both talk about like how much they've done. You can, well, he asks if she has any lingering questions for him. And she's like, no. Um, so she asks him if he has lingering questions. He initially says no. And then he talks his way into a question and says she, he hopes that she'll be able to balance school and everything. And she wonder, and he wonders if she can cope with all those, all the things that she'll be juggling or she's planning to juggle. Mm-hmm. He asked her why it's so important for her to be married. And she's like, well, I want a partnership. And he's like, but you can do that without being married. You don't need to be married to do any of that stuff you want to do. And you can see, like, you see Elajuan being Elajuan. But at this point, I don't think Katina sees it. I don't know if she sees, like, what's happening. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure how she's not seeing it. Yeah. But I'm also wondering, like, they still haven't had sex yet, right? So, like, girl, is that, like, a big, big red flag at this point? I think so, actually. Because initially he was like, well, I want to be careful about this relationship. I want to, you know, go Mm -hmm. good into it. But now I'm like, you... Unless they're lying. You ain't feeling her. Yeah, unless they're lying. They could be lying. But But why lie? No, I think he's lost the traction to her. I think it was there initially, and that's when he was, like, really, you know, trying to be careful. But I think he's lost a lot of attraction because he sees her not in the same 
path. She's not really what he wanted. She's mm. good, but she's not great for him. Yeah, that's true. So that's why I don't think true. he's like. Like, why would I get into a sexual relationship with her that would hurt her? Maybe he's considering her feelings for once. Oh, that's very true. <sighs> I don't, because he won't even say, like, he's just like, I care for her a lot. I like her. And he's always like, my wife. My yeah, wife. He, he never says, Patina. He's just like, my wife. Yeah, he ain't talking about moving this thing along, like, next year, let's do this. Or, what, like, Mm-mm. Noy and Steve are talking about where they're going to live after. And he's like, you know, no matter what happens. <laughs> No matter right. what happens. Yeah, he really does not want to stay married. Yeah. So she says she has strong feelings for him, and he's like, well, how so? And I was like, damn. Oh, wow. <laughs> and she's like, it's easy because you do blah, 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 and I enjoy you, and da, da, da. We, and he says they can laugh together, and that's something that's mm-hmm. been different for him, has how easy they laugh. Uh-oh. So he says he enjoys her, too. So they're great friends like Jasmina and Michael. Yeah, he also says there's another level you reach when you're with the woman you love. And she takes that to mean her, but I don't think that's what he was saying. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I don't think that's what he was saying either, actually. You're actually He's like, you know, there's just like right. another level you reach. And she's like, oh, you about to make me cry. And I was like, oh, girl, that won't. And he says he feels like he's gone from a boy to a man. There's nothing he regrets about this experience. So okay. what I got from that is he's grown for another woman. Yes. You know? He yeah. has made adjustments to himself. He's taken the feedback. He is ready to apply it in his next relationship. Mm-hmm. Curtains for this couple. Yeah, it's unfortunate, <sighs> but it just is what it is. I just um, don't know how she's not seeing it because she's still like. It's, it seemed like she started seeing some things like. During that dinner, she started looking at him a little differently. I was like, maybe she's starting to see the cracks. Maybe she did, because then he was like, no, nah, I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. And I was like, mm. man, run, Katina, run. Yeah. Um, so then we get into Lindsay and her friend Kara. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. I actually have very limited notes on this, so I may need your assistance. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. They're at Pressed Cafe, I believe. Um Lindsay, I was looking at her in the scene. She looks a little different. I thought so, too, but I was just like, maybe she's just more relaxed with her. For, I don't know. Yeah, like she just maybe seemed like, like really, jacket. really light. And like, I don't know if she got some fresh lashes in. Um, but I was like, she seems happy. So, yeah, so she just looked very different. Mark um, is probably happy, too. He just didn't see because he was away from her. But. Yeah, that's true. Um, so then they are talking about Mark, same old, same old, you know, I, I don't know. She was just so cringe sometimes. I, I just couldn't take a lot of notes in this conversation, okay. but it's the same old, same old, honestly. Basically they talk about, um, this is where they, I guess, first met, talked about, uh, Lindsay's <clears throat> drink tasting like vegan vagina. No, yeah. That's when I, 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 like you're saying. I took out, I was like, I, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, she talks about Mark being rigid due to being an only child as opposed to her like loving chaos and having a good time with it wasn't she an only child uh no she has a brother remember like the dad and the brother coming together I forgot about that yeah you're right you're right yeah we still don't know a lot about her family dynamic um Mm -hmm. besides like her wanting to run away and her mom and like you know whatever um (laughs) so Lindsay asked Cara about her impressions of mark at the wedding and car says well he seems you know kind of bland like white bread but like classic oh, wow. <laughs> and Lindsay agrees she's like yeah he is like white bread Jeez. um and she talks about him being in a state of crisis and not knowing it she's always talking about this man's crisis his hardships <laughs> yeah <laughs> Lindsay goes on to say she's not getting any sparks and butterflies and she doesn't know if she can be patient for that to happen but I guess she's like well this man is in crisis so maybe he shouldn't be focusing Yikes. on me but I think she's still thinking he should be I don't know that's really all I got from the conversation Lindsay being Lindsay mm-hmm. um, being crass and yes. it's a nice you know, way mark on the bus yeah it's pretty typical par for the course at this point yeah that's pretty much it um so then we oh god we get into this group outing i'm so tired i'm so outings. tired of this shit um, they're playing flag football um they're picking teams i don't even remember i just know that Elijah didn't pick his wife first he picked steve first <laughs> oh, um yeah. and then he picked uh katina i mean who cares i mean she's proven to be useless um it, the, the volleyball game Goodness. she's just she's running around athletic. Um, 
Lindsay jokes and says that she's more athletic than the girls, but then like mm-hmm. falls immediately after. Um, Mike is like running for his life, like super fast. Um, and um, oh wait, that was Mike. And then Mark um, is like running super fast. And then apparently Lindsay says he falls like a heavy tree in the woods. I don't really know why she needed to say I that. I think Mark was running to catch a pass and then just like. Yeah, he had like, like a cramp oh. and like his thigh or something. He asked for the doctor. Um, Lindsay says again that he's very dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> this was so shit. I was like, is he injured or did he oh pull something? Because he's asking for a doctor. People keep doctor. touching him, trying to sh- <laughs> trying to stretch it out. The he's like, no, no, no. That was so funny. I was like, I am dying, <laughs> laughing. But the dehydration, though. It was like he's all because he's dehydrated. Like, girl. Well, remember because remember when they, he was moving in and she was like, "You don't have a reusable water bottle." Oh, she's yeah. She's like, "No, we're gonna get you that. one." <laughs> so that's insane. This is a theme of him not having or not making water accessible to himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I just don't know. But yeah, that was all I got. I mean, they did the whole group shit afterwards. I got nothing from that. Like, did, was there anything that happened that you felt we did uh, new see. information? Mark said he was feeling good. Lindsay says she'll let him know. Katina <laughs> says she's feeling good, um, surprisingly. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Michael said he's feeling good. Yes, Jasmine is he? tells us. That's what he said. Jasmine tells Show. us that anything could happen. Um, Steve says his, his only unanswered question was how you know, we do on the football field. And, you know, we just found that out. So he has everything he needs. <laughs> um, Mark says, did you get what you wanted from a marriage? He said that's the thing in his mind going into decision day. Um, Katina tries to offer some words of wisdom and said, you know, y'all, we got to be grateful they found someone for us. They, Out of everybody, they were like, y'all aren't too broken, so, you know, y'all can be in the process. I don't know. Um, was like, well said, but this is just, it's strange. The dynamics <laughs> are weird. I can't imagine standing in a group with these people and being like, y'all just. Yeah, it was tough. Each, oh, it's, it's bad. That was all before... I think now we're two days from decision day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and oh, so everyone's just packing, right? Oh yeah, I forgot about this. Um, so they're kind of having dinner at this was who was this his grandma's house or his mom's house? I think it's his mom's house. They just cleaned out. Yeah, so they just cleaned the mom's house. He's like feeling very um, nostalgic. Um, they're eating dinner there. Um, he says that Lindsay has pushed him to do new things. Um, she's cared for him with his mom, the cats, the apartment. Um, he appreciates her help with the home, and she says that if they stay together, she can do a lot of things to like help. She makes a qu- she makes a little quip about how if he gives her five hundred dollars, she can like change his mom's house. Um, but she does says that she doesn't want to move into this house. She wants to create new memories. He says that he's already thinking about his childhood and that you know he really wants to move into this house and make it a good home. And he it just feels good to stand in this home and Quincy in the apartment and it feels like a lot of love there and he wants to feel like there's a part of his family there and he wants them to move into this home but then she's like but I want someone who wants to build a new future with me and wants to build a new place together so they're like agreeing to disagree I'm like what I this is the same thing <laughs> like last week when we went to went to his I guess childhood home mm-hmm. and he wanted to move in there now he wants to live in his mom's house Lindsay was saying they could I guess she was saying they could live there if she changed everything yeah but he's like well I want to keep this dresser or something some <laughs> object that he wanted to keep that I guess was something that belonged to his mom or you know some family mm-hmm. member and Lindsay's like no it doesn't go with my style I don't want to live she keeps saying I don't want to move into your past yeah um, what do you think? I mean, like, if you were married to someone and they had a family home, would you be like, nothing of your family can stay here? No, I do think it's interesting that, like, he gets so emotional when they, like, set foot in these homes. And, like, when he's thinking about his childhood, he's just, like, overcome with such, um, like, emotions. And I'm like, what is that about? Like, why do you I mean, want to live in your old home? that's both of his parents home? were well. Like his oh, mom wasn't yeah. depressed as she is now. His dad was alive, so it probably is a, a good memory to visit. 
And now it's sad that his dad is gone and his mom isn't taking care of herself. So Mm -hmm. that's true. Yeah, I don't know. Man is severely depressed. He really is. Like, you're right. I think that's what it is. It's the depression. Like, I'm just like, I don't know. They're not not about to. Well, I guess he could, I guess, move into the home since he has no home currently. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're living, if you're married to someone and you're living with someone and they have, like, these family artifacts or heirlooms or whatever, I think it's a little rude to be like, well, nothing that you used to have before me could you can't bring any of that just like she did with like his baseballs from his childhood like those yeah, are special for him that's true that's and she's true. like well why do you need these old baseballs <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i'm wondering does she not have anything that's special to her that she like carries with her yeah or is she like she may not so cut off from her family that she's like i don't want any of this shit that had to anything that reminds me of y'all i don't want mm-hmm yeah I just feel like it's it's difficult. They do go upstairs and like dance on the balcony. It looks like a big house. Like what yeah, it was a it seemed nice. A, like a unit, like a multi-family home, or this whole house was her house. It looks huge oh, for yeah. one person. Yeah, I couldn't tell, but um, I was like, man, this is a spacious home. And they brought out the drone. I yeah, like, I was like, I move in there. That's big. It's <laughs> very With interesting. The, uh, the cost of Boston, apparently. Oh yeah, like, earlier this season. Okay. Yeah, especially if that house. Yeah, especially. I I mean, I would try and modern it up a bit. Yeah, of course. But, like, I wouldn't be like, oh, you need to definitely get rid of this one special thing that you want. Right, yeah. That's true. That's true. (sighs) We go to Noy and Steve's final date. Um, I'm trying to figure out what they're doing. I guess they're out eating, just like everybody else. Mm Um,. They're talking about kind of the course of the marriage. Steve says he's been ready for marriage for two to three years, and having a family has been his biggest driving force. Um, Noi kind of wants to know how how he thinks living separately will affect things. He says there's no way to tell. Um, it could change things, or things could stay the same. Noi says she doesn't think it would change much. They just would live apart, I guess, back in their previous homes. Um, Noi still has questions about work and career. She says she's never seen him with a job, and so she doesn't doubt his track record, but she's just never seen it. Mm-hmm. He's still struggling because she's so skeptical, and he says it took him a lot of work to get into the position he was in, and he worked hard for four years. And so why isn't that enough to prove to her that he can work and that he will work when he needs to? Mm-hmm. Um, she says she doesn't know how him working on things now, like whatever he's doing, side hustle stuff, translates to income. <laughs> and then he's like, but we spoke about it. And I was like, oh, did we, we spoke about it? Did they? I'm like, we didn't hear any of that. Mm-hmm. So I think she knows more than she's letting on, but he says that they spoke about it, I guess, like his financial situation. I'm sure by now that he sat her down multiple times to address this with her. Mm-hmm. Um, he says have faith and she says you can't she can't know what she doesn't know right and so I guess I, I, I guess she know. feels like he's gonna run out of money or he's gonna have to borrow money from his mom or something like that there's a song in the background that says baby I need some time alone to be by myself so <laughs> goodness well, there these it targeted is. songs I wonder who gets paid to sing these things I, I mean I guess it's gotta be royalty free money right? I mean royalty yeah. free um Song, so. I think so, or maybe like some bodybuilders wants a little extra cash. Yeah. Who can sing these very targeted lyrics? Because they're not, I can't imagine a whole song. <laughs> like, like these little clips they insert. So it's maybe truly, somebody just singing clips. Truly insane. Um, so then we transition into Mark and Lindsay. They are um, laying in bed. It's their final night together. Um,. Um, they're talking about just the final night, what, what's going to happen and decision day. Um, Mark says something about how, you know, it's different for them because they have cats to think about. And she's like, Oh, so we're staying together for the cats. Um, and then Mark says that it just brings a different dynamic when you have something else to care for in the relationship. Family oriented, this man. Yes. Very. Um, so then Lindsay makes a joke about how she'll miss Rocky, um, his cat the most. And she says it's because he gives her love and she gives it back and he comes to her and blah, blah, blah. And Mark is just like, wow. <laughs> That's what I got from that. Yeah. Um, Mark's, I think in this scene, he said, 
It just hasn't been like a full positive week. There's just been good moments. Mm-hmm. Nothing has been super solid between them. So I think that's what he was thinking about. We see Katina and Lajon brushing their teeth, talking about the trains at the final station, whatever. <laughs> that was um, funny. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this bullshit <laughs> on the screen? We see Noy and Steve. She's asking him if he will miss her. Um, and sushi. He's like, yeah, of course I'll miss sushi. Um, he says there's still some unresolved issues. He asked what she would have done differently. I think she's having a hard time trying to identify what she would do differently. She asked him, mm-hmm. and he says, well, I probably would have got a job. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and then he says, and I would have just eaten the pasta. <laughs> so Wow. Yeah, he talks about he would have wanted um, equal treatment as far as, like, I can ask you to do something and you can ask me to do something and we'll both get what we need as Mm -hmm. far as, well, as opposed to how it's been with like her asking him to do things, him doing them and him asking her to do things and her being resistant. Um, So that kind of pisses Noi off because she's like, well, we're this far along and he's still counting things and wanting them to be 50-50. But I honestly don't know if she can say what she's, or how she's contributed to him. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Like what has she done? This, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I've seen like Mm-mm. her emotionally supporting him or like meeting his needs in any kind of specific way. Yeah, because honestly, just... all these women except for Katina, like Jasmina hasn't changed, Lindsay hasn't changed, no. Noi hasn't really changed. Well, Lindsay's I'm like... at least tried to support Mark. We've seen. Oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. You're right. But, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like Steve, even though he's not working. You know, he's still doing things and contributing to her. Oh, poor Steve. Finally, we're at the last day together. So Finally. This is when one person leaves the mutual apartment and the other person stays. Um, Katina. Oh, do you want to take Katina and Lajon, please? Okay, so they are packing her things. Apparently, the women are leaving the the mutual apartment. No, not all of them. I don't know how they decided who was leaving, but she's leaving. So she asked him. Oh, he's leaving. Oh, I don't know why I thought she was leaving. Um, She's packing for him. Yeah. Oh, she's packing for him. Okay, that makes sense. Um, She asks him if he's nervous, and he says no. He needs to think about some things. He needs to do the pro cons and how he feels. He jokes and says that he might shed a tear. Um, Katina says that she didn't do this to get a divorce, so she would be very sad. And he says that he knows he'd be sad, but this was a part of the process. And it's a chance that they would take. Um, he says that eventually he'll overcome it and become okay again. But then he says, because she's female, she's, you know. And she says, no, I don't know. And he says that, you know, he just says some bullshit about how, you know, he's, you know, just bullshit about how he's not sad. He'll be sad, blah, blah, blah. He was basically trying to say some slick shit about how because she's female. That's the one thing. If a man calls me a female... I am just enraged. No. So I was just like, first of all, ew. Um, but he was just saying that because she's a woman, she's more emotional. I'm like, where are you getting yeah. this from? Like from a book from 1966? Like, this is just so crazy. I mean, this is all perfectly on par for him. Yeah. So then they... The thing that pissed me off. I'm sorry. I thought you were finished. Oh, no. I was just going to say that they show some old footage of Katina crying. Because that footage was from when they filmed... Um, uh, what's it called? One of their arguments. I think it might have been. Where she was like patting the wig really hard. Yes, yeah, that was old yeah. footage. So that's why I was like, why are they splicing this in here to make it seem like she's crying about Decision Day when in actuality she was crying about him like being stupid. Yeah. But yeah, that was an earlier argument. So I just wanted to let y'all know. Yeah. Um, the thing that pissed me off in this scene was he kind of started with her and he was like, how would you feel if you ended up single tomorrow? <laughs> why would you? <laughs> it's just the way he says things that's when she said like i'd be sad and i'd be hurt you know damn but like he needs to work on the way he speaks to people because he's just an asshole um and that part where she's crying they're replaying her saying she'd be scared because she put effort into this blah 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 
then I guess the final thing we see with them is him telling her, he's like, you need to be selfish. You need to care about what what's going to be best for Katina because I'm going to care about what's best for Olajuwon. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to just be selfish tomorrow. It's all about you. You make the decision for you. And I was like, at this point, he's telling her, like, look, girl. Yeah, I'm, I don't want to do this. Don't embarrass yourself. Yeah, please don't be with me. I'm going to say no. Yeah. I think he was trying to, like, wink, wink, like, let her know and I think she was still standing there just like "Mm, well I will I'll I'll listen to that jeez you're the best for me (laughs) good grief Uh, it's it's tough um he he just really needs a specific kind of woman which is why it's like why come on the show then I think he knew he needed that, maybe, and that's why they were trying to find him that, but I think he may have misrepresented what he actually wanted. Mm. I think he probably portrayed himself as more open and more yeah, willing to possibly. work. Um, it's tough. Next is, I think the last people we see are Jasmine and Michael, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just a bunch of nothing. <laughs> Just we a see bunch Jasmine and Michael very briefly. Um he feels like he'll be able to get some sleep apart from her he'll they'll both be more clear-headed um she's still thinking about the spark he says that she's oddly very calm and not like seeming nervous to him she's like i'm really anxious and nervous he's nervous too um she talks about on the i guess when they got back from the honeymoon she's like you couldn't wait for me to leave and go to my place then and now you're like no please don't go um, and he's like, well, yeah, it's a bigger deal now because I knew you were coming back then, and now, like, I don't know if it's going to be a new beginning or the end. And I was like, oh, boy, this man. You know it's going to be the end. Well, <laughs> he's just she don't feel sure. nothing. She don't feel nothing. How many times can she no. say that? Yeah, then we get some footage of everyone doing their diary cams just talking about Decision Day. There's nothing notable there, yeah, I don't think. Nothing. Or at least that's when I stopped listening. Yeah, and that was pretty much it. Yeah, so next week is Decision Day Dish. Um, as previously stated, we will not be recording an episode <laughs> for that. Choose to watch on your own, comment on your own. That's that's perfectly fine. But don't expect much from us as far as commenting on the commenters. Yeah. Um, what are you, or what have you been watching? Um, what have I been watching this week? I don't think anything new. Oh, I did, you guys, so... Last Sunday, I found myself on the couch. Uh, Lifetime channel was on, and I found myself watching a, a, sh- a slew of movies by um, the preacher pastor uh, T.D. Jakes. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar, but T.D. Jakes um, put together a little series called The Seven Deadly Sins, um, and he pretty much um did each of the sins so it was like i watched the movies for lust greed and envy wow you guys i don't were they releasing like one of those a month (laughs) yeah and they just put them all on one sunday i don't know how i got how i was in too deep you guys i was like these movies are bad um and there was like predominantly (laughs) you know african-american cast um Mm -hmm. carrie hilson was in envy no she was in lust i'm sorry she was in lust uh, and then I actually had to leave to go to yoga, so I didn't finish Lust, but I'm, I'm going to finish it. And then I watched wow. the full one for Greed, which had um, some notables, um, including Lisa Ray. Um, and then I watched another one with Michelle Williams, um, Beyonce's mother, and Lil Romeo. <laughs> oh, you're talking about Tina Knowles? Yes. You said Michelle Williams, Beyonce's mother. No, I said Girl. Michelle Williams, Beyonce's mother, and Lil oh, Romeo. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just saying I all three the of them were in this movie together. You guys, I just, I, Wait, I recommend. which one was that one with Tina? I think that one was Envy. Okay. I heard about that on another podcast. I was like, I need to check that out. So I heard Blue Let me was see which one it is. Just kidding. Yes, she could have, because I was like, this isn't really (laughs) giving. Honestly, like, I'm intrigued. Like, oh, no, I didn't watch Envy, because Envy has Candy Burris in it. Did I miss that? Um, I didn't watch Envy. I watched, I forgot which one I watched, y'all. Anyway, it's just the executive producer, T.D. Jakes, um, who is a bishop and author, a filmmaker, 
And he said, y'all need to know what these what these deadly sins can do. Man. Oh, I watched Wrath. Su- I watched Wrath. Yeah. Wrath has Michelle Williams and Tina, um, Beyonce's mother. So I watched Wrath. I watched Greed. And then I didn't finish Lust, but that's the one that I'm going to finish this weekend. Okay. And then you're going to watch Envy, too. Yes, and Envy. And Envy. Okay. Yeah, because I missed that one. So I'll report back. <laughs> I've seen them advertising that whole series, but every time I'm like, there's, there's more, there's, there's mm-hmm. more. He's making so some money. Sure. I mean, that Lifetime money. Lifetime don't need too much to make a movie, so. <laughs> right? I was like, how do I get cast on these movies? Like, I mean, come on, mm-hmm. y'all. It can't be that difficult. No. It, I don't think it is. Can't be. So, yeah, it was, it no. was great. So that's what I watched. What have you been watching? Man, I got up on Selling Sunset. Oh. Um, it came out last week, or the new season came out last week, and I've been blowing through it. I was surprised at how fast I was blowing through, but like now I just can't turn it off. The episodes are only 30 minutes. It's high drama, and mm-hmm. you know whether I'm folding clothes or doing stuff on my computer for work, I'm catching up. I think I'm on the last episode now, so after this wow. I'm going to find something else. Um, but I was going to ask you... I was running out of like trash reality to watch, so I was like, I should probably like go into Bravo and see what's what's over there for me to watch. Mm, all the so, trash. <laughs> what's what's your recommendation? Well, I'm, I'm did you more reality. did you watch uh, Saving Tampa? I haven't watched anything? Saving Tampa, the black uh, selling spin-off? Tampa. Oh yeah, yeah, I watched that. Okay, mm-hmm. damn. Um, I want to watch a Bravo show. Tell me what you ooh. think. Um. Well, I mean, I just feel like with the, you know, I'm a housewives gal, but I feel like that's where I should start. Is that too much? I think so. I think you should start with housewives, um, Potomac. I think you'd enjoy Potomac. I hear good things about Potomac. Yeah. I think you'd really enjoy Potomac, but I think you need to start at like season four. Oh. Yeah. Season four. Don't start from the beginning because the beginning wasn't great because it wasn't even supposed to be a a housewives show in the beginning. It was going to be like some sort of weird etiquette show. And oh, then that it, sounds fun. I love Charm School. And then it turned into Housewives. Oh. Yeah. So I didn't particularly care for the first three seasons, but season four is when I was like, oh, this is fun. Hmm. So yeah, okay. it, whichever, you know, I definitely would start with the with Potomac because it's just fun. Okay. I'll give that a shot because I was like, I'm kind of running out of things. And, and I think Potomac's on reality. Hulu. It should be on Hulu, oh. I believe. Let Perfect. me know if it's I not. Hulu. I will follow up should I can't find it. Um, and I do think okay. at some point you should watch Atlanta from the beginning. What a ride. I'll start with Potomac. Also, Ready to Love finale comes on tonight. So oh. I need to catch up on that. I'm going to probably binge that. Season. This is their Potomac season. Oh. Um, speaking of, so. Potomac is a very expensive area. I was in Bethesda Mm -hmm. for work, and then I just, you know, casually got onto Zillow, and Potomac's nearby. I was like, ooh. (laughs) I was like, this is expensive. Yeah. I mean, as an East Coast girl, not living there. But, yeah, it's nice. Mm -hmm. Very, very pricey. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all for us this week, y'all. We will see y'all in two weeks if they decide to have decision day in two weeks. Mm -hmm. If they're not having decision day, we're not recording. We're not covering any specials. No specials. Um, Don't look for us if there's a special. But if there's a decision day, we'll watch that. Absolutely. And recap it. Um, Remember to like, follow, subscribe, share. What else? That's it. That's it. All right, y'all have a good night. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.